In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Then they opened their treasures and presented Jesus with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. My family lives about five minutes from the church, and it's really a perfect neighborhood for kids because it's quiet and we live on a cul-de-sac. It's perfect except for this time of year uh, because during the month of December, our neighbor literally puts up 100 large inflatable Christmas decorations in his yard. Some of them are, are 40 feet tall, the Grinch and Santa, to name a couple. This breaks the peace in my neighborhood, not just because the inflatables have, have jingles running all night, but also because people get in line to see it. And so there's now traffic in our cul-de-sac at this time of year. Um, you guys know I'm not a big commercial Christmas guy. This does not put me in a good uh, Christmas mood, to say the least. But in order to not be a, a bigger Grinch than the 40-foot Grinch, I decided that I would do something about it. And so this year, this year, we had a scavenger hunt. Nautic and Nora and I had a scavenger hunt. Let's see who can find something that has to do with the birth of Christ in Christmas in our neighborhood. And we had a checklist. And we were looking for angels. We were looking for Jesus. We were looking for the wise men. We were looking for Mary and Joseph. There's an angel, said Nora. That's right. That's an angel announcing Jesus' birth. And Nautic said, there's Santa Claus. He used to be called Saint Nick. Yes, that's right, Nautic. And then there's the wise man. We saw this beautiful in our neighborhood, this very simple. Behind all of these inflatables, there was this simple um, magi and wise men bringing gifts to Jesus. And I said to Nautic and Nora, do you know what those gifts were? And do you know what they meant? And so then I said, maybe I will preach about that this Sunday. And so here we are. And today I want to invite you into our Christmas scavenger hunt because frankly, if you want to be a Christian these days, you have to go on scavenger hunts and work to recover the lasting things which are buried under so much stuff. Because behind all the inflatable lawn ornaments and and $3 billion Christmas buying season are the three wise men and their original Christmas gifts. And these gifts aren't things we, we take out of the attic and put on the lawn once a year. These gifts reveal the heart of Christmas. That just as Jesus found himself by giving himself away as a gift to mankind, uh, so too can we find our deepest self by giving away and not what we get. So just what were these sacred gifts that invented our gift-giving tradition? Scripture says, and I read to you in the beginning, that they opened their treasures and presented to Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I'm not even sure we know what those words mean uh, today, but they sure don't seem like good gifts for babies, right? Is this why 
They never invite men to baby showers. No, this isn't a male or female thing, it's a cultural thing. Americans are very practical, but it's easy for us to forget that the best gifts go beyond the practical. They speak to identity and destiny and purpose. And so maybe, maybe you've received in your life a gift a couple of times. The gift that was more than something practical, it said something about who you were. And that's why we say things like, when I saw this gift, I said, this was you. Well, the gifts of the wise men, it turned out, were gifts like these, but even more perfect. Because they not only expressed who Jesus was, but who the wise men believed he was destined to become. And we actually have this interesting tradition in our church, or a culture really, Atam Hatik, which is just when a child loses their first tooth. If you've ever seen this before, you put the kid on the table um, with a whole bunch of things a stethoscope, a paintbrush, a cross maybe, some money. And then you see what the kid grabs first. The kid's like six months old or less, right? And according to tradition, whatever that baby grabs first, that's what they will be in their vocation for their life. This was kind of like that. What kinds of things did the wise men put before baby Jesus foreshadowing his calling in life? Gold. Gold is a gift for a king. Jesus became a king like no other whose kingdom was not of this earth. Today, more than two billion people, two billion people claim to follow this king. And they put frankincense, has the word incense. This is a gift for a priest. They knew that Jesus would be perfectly a priest and fulfill the highest calling of a priest to act as a go-between between God and man. And myrrh, Myrrh is actually used to anoint a body for burial. And so from the very beginning, Jesus' life would be measured by his end. Jesus would give his life away so that we might live through him. And so in this way, gold and frankincense and myrrh were the first and greatest Christmas gifts because they honored and revealed the Messiah, the greatest gift the world has ever known. And it's like they said, when we saw this Jesus, we thought of you and who you are destined to become a king, a priest, a savior of all mankind in all times. And these are also perfect gifts for us today. We who bear the name of Christians, name of Christ as Christians. Now our first task this Christmas season and New Year is to go on a scavenger hunt, please do, to recover the true gifts of Christmas which are often buried under the hustle and bustle in plain sight. And remember that the wise men themselves were on a scavenger hunt to find Jesus on a life-threatening journey, guided only by their faith in God's promise and a distant star. Then our next task after your scavenger hunt for Christmas is to remember that the best Christmas gift anyone can give is the same gift God gave us, the gift of our lives and eternal life in him. And paradoxically, when we receive this gift of life by giving our lives away in humility and service and forgiveness and in prayer. And that's the true magic of Christmas. Not found in presence, but only in his presence. So let us worship and adore him as all wise men and women have now 
and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.